0: All right, here we are, episode number twelve of the outside scoop podcast. I'm Dustin Stortzum, joined alongside my uh, my new co-host, Shortstack, is with me this this afternoon on a Wednesday. And Shortstack, happy to have you. Where are you at today, man? What you hauling? I am in Grand Island,
1: Nebraska. I just dropped off a load of copper sulfate.
0: <laughs> Why do I not believe this story? i don't know but i
1: but i really did
0: (laughs) i I love it jackson is on his honeymoon and we are we're so happy for him he just got married over this past weekend and i know if you listen to the podcast you'd already know that but uh for any of the new listeners my normal co-host again he is in hawaii or on his way to hawaii right now um for his honeymoon so super happy for him and he's going to call in during next week's podcast and let us know uh where he's at and what he's drinking. I'm I'm super jealous. He actually sent me a picture a little bit ago, short stack. Let me pull this up. What did he say he was drinking? He was uh, at New Belgium in the Denver airport having a fat tire. uh, And he said, and he sent that to me and he said, in case you want to let the people know. And of course we do. So uh, yeah, Jackson Bruce having a good time already. I think he's up in the air as we speak, but we've got a great podcast for you guys this afternoon. We'll be talking about Pete Davidson. We've got some great WWID questions, and then we will get into our goaded topics as well. But let's get right into things, starting off with Pete Davidson himself. And uh, he actually showed up at the Met, the Met Gala the other night with Kim Kardashian, and he was showing off a new tattoo on his neck short stack. Uh, Pete Davidson, he got neck tattoos of the initials of Kanye West and Kim K's kids. (laughs) What's your buzzword for this and why? My buzzword is gonna have to gonna have to be baller. 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 (laughs) Why is that?
1: Yeah well, you know, it's it's one thing to put Somebody else's kids' initials on your neck. I mean, yeah, they're 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 a thing, but
0: Kanye West, man, you just you're balling out there. <laughs> I mean, ha- he hasn't even been dating Kim Kardashian that long. It's only been a few months or so, and to already have like, I, I get it. You know, you raise you raise a kid that's not yours and you get a tattoo. That is, I'm totally on board with that. But to be in this kid's life for like two months and already well, have some, their initials tattooed on your some, neck.
1: Sometimes, sometimes, Dustin, you got to do what you got to do to seal the deal with the mom,
0: you know? <laughs> right. Well, I mean, when it's Kim K, I guess- you go beyond extremes to do whatever you can um, my buzzword for it is creepy I don't think it's the right time, especially going to the Met gala which is a which is a huge celebrity event and sporting off Kanye's kids initials on your neck uh, not sure if I'm a big fan of that but I mean you do you it's their relationship they seem happy and I'm sure it was just to piss Kanye West off that was but the but the neck man right that's <laughs> You know, when 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 two people are getting intimate, sometimes they use the neck to get to get things going. And now you're all over your kid's <laughs> initials.
1: <laughs>
0: knocking on doors. Knocking on doors right now. All right, let's get into our next story today. Uh, this this one's kind of weird, short stack. A couple out of Oklahoma. Uh, they were going to Vegas to get married. Well, because of bad weather. The flight actually got delayed. So the couple took out their, uh, the, the groom took out a suit jacket and everything. The wife got on her <clears> dress <throat> and they got married on this packed flight. She walked down the aisle of this airplane. I mean, it is, every seat is taken. People have got their phones out. Someone was an ordained minister on this flight and they got married right there in the front of the airplane. deck, what's your buzzword for this? That wasn't Jackson, was it? i don't I, it, it might have been
1: it might have been man i'm gonna say you know call me a whatever but i'm gonna say romantic
0: romantic
1: i'm gonna say romantic because you know you're going to vegas to get it done anyway so it really doesn't mean anything that's true but <laughs> but uh you know you, you can't get to vegas what's the next best thing you want to get it done Right there, you got an ordained minister. You got guests. You got your your tux and your wedding dress.
0: Get her done. That's Get her what I'm done. saying. Get her, Get her done. done. It was on a uh, it was on a Southwest plane, and afterwards, they took wedding photos with the flight crew. <laughs>
1: well, Look, were they did they stand up in the wedding or? Yeah,
0: yeah, they were standing up at the front of the plane.
1: And, no, I and mean, I, the flight with the flight crew, were they were they like the best man and the grooms?
0: Well, man? now there is a flight attendant to the left of this bride and then there's some male. I don't He's. it doesn't look like he's a part of the flight crew, but um, he's got a black polo on and he's standing behind the groom in this photo. So it looks like there might have been somebody there um, next to the bride and groom during this. So, I mean, it was all out. It looked like a lot of fun. What's your buzzword? My buzzword, my buzzword for this is, uh, <laughs> I, don't, I, I just have to laugh, but it's wacky to me. It's just wacky, yeah. but I like it, but I like it because like you said before, these, this couple was already going to Vegas. It really didn't matter anyways. It was probably just one of those, hey, let's go there. Let's get married. It's, you know, we got a three-day weekend or something. And, I know you're uh, my sister and I know you're pregnant, but we right. got to get married now. <laughs> we got it. We got to make things official here for <laughs> mom and dad. <laughs> <You know? laughs> But no, it's my my buzzword is wacky for this. I do like it, however. I think it's it's something unique and and I thought it was cool to see some of the wedding photos with the flight crew and they were all in on it. So, uh, you know, you're, you're talking about
1: weddings and flights
0: and I can't help but think about Jackson right now. I know, that's he's the only person on our mind right now, honestly. I wonder
1: right right this moment, he's in the air. He's a mile high right now. Mhm. You think he's gonna join the club?
0: Ooh, that's a that's a big question. He said that he had enough time because I think the flight to Hawaii was what seven and a half hours, he told us. Correct. So he's you know, he got some I mean, time. If,
1: if you go in if you go into the club as a as a couple, or if you go in solo, you're still in the club. Wait, I don't I don't want
0: to <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> now, here's the tricky part about joining the Mile High Club, right? Do you do you go together to the bathroom, or do you have to go one at a time? You know, like one person goes to the back, and then well, you know, it's kind of a. I think
1: you just you know say screw it, we're all let's just go, do it, right. you know, and then you get high fives on the way back, but. I don't think I could ever join it, Dustin. I've been in an airplane bathroom and I got to back into the damn thing.
0: I know they they're not very big.
1: No. But
0: Jackson's not a big guy either. So, they might be able to make it work. I don't know. I don't I don't want that image in my head. I'm going to be completely honest with you. Well, maybe he'll
1: share with us when he when he calls in.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> let's what's Let's get into our next uh, buzzword topic today. I can't even take you serious right now. We might end the podcast. Uh, um, 40,000 pounds of chicken nuggets, short stack. 40,000 pounds of chicken nuggets scattered across a Pennsylvania interstate after a trucking accident the other day. I know you would never allow this to happen, but what's your buzzword for all these chicken nuggets?
1: Oh, man. <clears> oh, <throat> man you know there's there's some trucking companies out here that hire some pretty savvy people and that's sarcastic <laughs> um i it doesn't surprise me one bit my buzzword is i don't know if it's even a word just ugh <laughs>
0: <laughs> i like it sometimes <laughs> you just uh wow <laughs> oh. I mean, I, I don't, what have you even doing and in that I, situation? And I say
1: that because, I mean, 40,000 pounds of chicken nugget, that's a lot of chickens Chickens who lost their nuggets for this it, load. It is. It is. What is I mean, a chicken nugget anyway? Is I don't know. Like...
0: I've watched a video, like, on how they're made, and it doesn't look very good, to be honest with you. There's, like, pink goo that's with it and all this stuff. It's gross. Yeah. Yeah, um, my,
1: my buzzword is, ugh,
0: ugh. I like it. I like it. Mine is uh, mine's gosh darn, gosh darn, gosh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> That's a lot of chicken nuggets. I wonder. I wonder the price of that, or how much it cost to lose all those chicken nuggets. Because forty thousand pounds is a is a crap ton, and uh, to lose that many on the interstate, I'm actually wondering how long it took them to clean all that up as well. Were they chicken uh, nuggets or McNuggets? Maybe they were chicken McNuggets. Chicken I don't Mc know. Nuggets. <laughs> Do you like chicken McNuggets? Are you a big fan? I, no,
1: I'm not. But no. occasionally I will get them.
0: Right. Just to what, say I got, I got them. Because just, and you got to get the right sauce. I love buffalo sauce with them, but personally, saucy nuggets. Saucy nugs. Well, remember that guy in Lincoln who went to the town hall meeting and he was talking about boneless wings? Yes, the saucy nug guy. <laughs> the saucy nug guy. Boneless wings are not wings, they're saucy nuggets. That's what they are.
1: Yes, people. There are there are individuals out there dumber than me.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> which is that's crazy to think about in itself. <laughs> hey, I caught but, that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sorry. <laughs> Let's get into our WWYDs today. We've got some good stories for you. This first one, uh Short Stack, it's a it's a heartwarming story. A heartwarming story. An emotional support pig has saved a United States war veteran from a house fire. <laughs> a war veteran out of New Jersey almost lost everything in a house fire, but he says his life was saved by his emotional support pig. This is the the veteran's name's Gilbert, by the way. So this just fits the story perfectly. Um, he basically explained how he was sleeping at night. This emotional support pig comes <laughs> storming into his room and wakes him up. And brings him to safety. Um, so my question for you, Short Stack, what type, if you could have any support animal in the entire world, what would you have? And uh, I guess, yeah, I mean, you can tell me if you want, but um, if you have an idea of where it would save you from, possibly. I can't help but think about smoked bacon now. <laughs> Get food out of your mind. We're not going to be able to finish this podcast. <laughs>
1: No, okay, I get it. This, you know, uh, war veterans. You know, I, I I appreciate everybody who's in the service, and I understand the whole emotional support animal or pig. I guess I don't. My emotional support animal. Hmm. I'm going to say an alligator.
0: An alligator. Yeah. What's your why?
1: <laughs> well, as Will Ferrell always says, Gator don't take no crap. I like it. I like it. <laughs> um you know I think it's it just it's just unique. I think nobody else would have an emotional support alligator and I don't I'm not sure why I would, but
0: I think no, that's, what, that's what I would have. No one's going to mess with you, that's for sure. No. No one's going to mess with you. Um, I think mine would be a like a parrot, a talking parrot. Because when I'm at the bar and I'm <laughs> getting, you know, I've had a little too much to drink and I'm at the fat toad pub. Uh, <laughs> there's some decisions that have been made in my life that <laughs> haven't been great. And I think to have a support parrot on my shoulder, you know, whispering into my ear. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Or something. Uh, okay, so you have an emotional support parrot. So right. now going back
1: to airplanes, would, it, would you take this parrot on the airplane with you? Yes. Oh, yeah. Because you know. Gonna... This, this parrot's going to, the parrots fly. You know this, right? Yeah. So he's going to be in this airplane, and this airplane's going to take off, and this air, and this parrot's going to find out, he's going to sense I'm flying, but I'm not flying, and he's going to freak the <laughs> heck out.
0: And he's, he's gonna be gonna, like bah, bah, bah. And there's gonna be babies on that plane looking at him like would somebody shut this thing up Well Meanwhile this creepy guys in jean shorts and six rows back on the plane watching TikToks <laughs> free balling with, it
1: with his forty thousand pounds of chicken nuggets hanging out
0: oh my Gosh <laughs> and Jackson Bruce is gonna be sipping mimosas in the front of the plane first class for his honeymoon. Oh man, we just created a whole scenario. I know we did. And we we're something else. I tell you what, we are we are something else. Let's get in uh let's get into our next topic here short stack, a blue jays fan. Young kid uh got a home run ball last night. Uh Aaron Toronto Judge blue hit jays. his Aaron Judge hit his ninth home run of the season for the uh, New York Yankees. A New York Yankees fan caught the ball, was super happy, turned around and saw this Blue Jays fan. And was like, "I have to give it to him. I have to give it to him." The kid ends up crying. He got emotional. He hugged the Yankees fan, and uh, it was just a great, a great scene, a great video to watch. And so, my question for you, Short Stack: If you caught your favorite player of all time's home run ball, are you giving it to a child or not? <sighs>
1: Do you know who my favorite player of all time is? Who
0: is your favorite player of all time? Alex Gordon? No. No. (laughs) Bo Jackson. Bo Jackson.
1: Bo knows. Yes, okay, let's see. Bo Jackson hits a home run, and I catch the ball. Yep. And there's a child that's not mine sitting there. Would I give him the ball? Absolutely, I would give him the ball. You would? Well, first of all, I'd have to see how hot his mom was first. <laughs> no, no, I would. I'd give him the ball. I'd give it up because he's gonna have way more memories of that than you know than I would. I mean, I've I've been around the sport a lot. I've got numerous baseballs from. Home runs and foul balls and whatnots, and you know just to just to see that kid light up and smile, I'd give him the ball.
0: Okay, let let me give you this scenario. What if it was, um, let's just say hypothetically, Bo Jackson was one off 300 home runs, and he hits number 300 right into your arms. Are you keeping the ball? Oh man, you just turned me
1: into an a hole. <laughs> Well, what I would do is I'd hang on to that ball, okay? Okay. I'd hang on to it. I would I would slip away to use the restroom, and I'd go to the souvenir shack, and I would buy a baseball and <laughs> bring, bring, bring it back. back. And, and I would give this kid the one I bought and say, hey, here's that baseball. I think you need it.
0: I well, mean, I mean, I, and you got to think of it this way. Bo Jackson's going to want that baseball, and then you can uh, start negotiating what you want in return. Right, I mean, meet Bo Jackson, maybe oh, a couple but, thousand dollars. oh, but what what if
1: what if the announcer seen me give this fake ball to this kid, and then they Bo Jackson goes to this kid first?
0: Oh goodness, oh, then we're in all sorts of trouble. Then you go on uh, eBay and you sell the ball for thousands of dollars, <laughs> then I get caught
1: for fraud because they think I gave that ball to him i think i think
0: I think I just keep it. you think you just keep it? I think I just keep oh man, I don't know. That's tough. It's tough to do because obviously you want to keep the baseball because it's number three hundred, but at the same time. Well, let me let me ask you the same question. Your favorite okay. player, George Brett. What if he George Brett? <laughs> <laughs> You're a Royals fan, aren't you? Something like that. I don't know. Uh, all right,
1: let's 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 flip the script.
0: You catch right.
1: you catch the home run. What's up?
0: I catch Albert Pujols' 600th home run ball, or or just just a home run in general. Um, okay. let's start. There's let's a, start with the home run a home run in and general.
1: A, and there's a little girl sitting next to you, a few seats over, with no hair.
0: Okay, you can't. I mean, obviously, I'm going to give the baseball to her. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, I'm going to give the baseball to her. Um, that that's just the right thing to do in that situation but number 600 dude i don't care who's sitting next to me i'm taking that ball i'm running i'm out of there i'm not sticking around for the rest of the game i do not care i am getting up i am walking out of the ballpark now actually you know what i would stick around but i wouldn't be in my seat i'd go somewhere yeah. else or just walk around the ballpark until like someone came up to me and was like hey like albert wants that ball what can we do because i'm 100 percent meeting albert pools I'm gonna need like a couple thousand dollars, and I'm gonna need some signed autographs and jerseys and bats. I'm I'm getting everything for that ball, by the way. Short stack. It's it, it's Albert Pujols. What
1: I mean, yeah. I, I could go right buy now. I
0: could go buy a ball at tweets.
1: It's <laughs> Worth more than that ball. <laughs> no, I no no I I I agree with you. I agree with you. Six hundred. That's that's a big that's a big ball right there.
0: That is a big ball. All right, let's get into uh, our last WWID of the day. Dave Chappelle, Short Stack, was tackled on stage, one of the greatest comedians of all time, uh, especially in our generation, tackled on stage last night. I know there's been a lot of controversy around him because of his stand-up comedy on Netflix. You know, there was workers that were walking out of Netflix because they aired his special, and, um, you know, he's not afraid to step over the line with his comedy. And, you know, part of me, actually most of me thinks that um, that's what comedy is for. It, it is for stepping over the line and and stepping over boundaries that most people wouldn't step over, knowing that it's just comedy at the end of the day. Um, but my question for you, Shortstack, let's say you're up on stage and you're a comedian or or a singer or whatever you're doing. Who would you want tackling you on stage? Hmm. What's with all these comedians getting beat up <laughs> Chris Rock Dave <laughs>
1: Chappelle oh, who would I want to tackle me on stage Um, I'm going to say I would want Ron White
0: Ron White
1: Ron White to tackle me on stage why is that because he's one of my favorite comedians and it would make a good story. I love it. I love the pick. That's, that's the only. That's the only reason. I think. I think. Or Jennifer would, Lopez.
0: Oh, you know what? I'm <laughs> nothing against Jennifer Lopez. I, I'd be okay with that as well. I, you know, I was thinking a supermodel as well. Uh, in, in my scenario, but I changed my mind last second. You want is, Albert Pujols to tackle? Who won Albert Pujols <laughs> after a after a nine inning baseball game against the Royals? No, um. I'm going to go WWE. I want it to be like all out. Give me Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Today's his, I think today's his 50th birthday. Oh, um, you
1: would definitely smell what he was cooking.
0: Oh, yeah. I want him to like – I want the his theme song to come on. I want him to just give me the people's elbow on stage and then him go, Do you smell what The Rock is cooking? I wouldn't. I wouldn't go all out. Or Stone Cold Steve Austin, just coming in, cracking open a cold one, and just taking me out on stage. I'd be down. He'd, for
1: that. Somebody throw him a couple beers, and somebody throw you a couple Bud Light seltzers in the corner. Oh my
0: gosh. <laughs>
1: this guy, and then you'd try to chug him and take. Tell him
0: about what you did this weekend to me.
1: Oh, uh, so Dustin puts on his snapchat story a, a video of him and his his
0: date jillian shotgun and a couple what were, what were those they were bud light i think they were seltz They were seltzers but they were like five percent alcohol on them they were oh good they were good short <laughs> sex they were
1: chugging a couple tampon drinks and she she downed hers in literally 2.3 seconds Yeah, it was good. (laughs) And I kept watching. I was waiting for the sequel so I could see Dustin finish (laughs) his. So I edited the video and put a, after she got done, the SpongeBob two hours later
0: poster, and then Dustin finished his. She's good at it. I did not. Yeah, she, she told me before we shotgun, she goes, I'm not very good at this. And I go, well, I'm not either. And expecting her to take a while. No, it was like. She tilted it up and tilted it back down and threw it in the sink. I was like, What what's going on here? But
1: one time one time, just I'm just gonna get off subject here real quick. No, you're good. One one time we me and Zach, my oldest son, he's twenty one now, we were golfing and he was talking this big game about shotgun and beers and shotgun and beers and I said, Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna shotgun one. And so I did the old trick and poked a hole in it opened a can and when I opened it I blew into the hole and blew the whole entire beer all over him
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it I love it what was his reaction to that that would have been funny to be he to just watch. had
1: that look he just had that look on his face like he was gonna take his nine iron and shove it up my your pinky finger
0: your pinky finger <laughs> yes let's get into our goaded topics today short stack I think we got some all good right. ones. Um, Jackson and I have, have went over our favorite city before, but you're a truck driver. So we, so I want to go, go through that with you. Um, let's start off with our first one though. Short stack, you're a baseball coach. We've coached baseball together. I played for you. Um, but what is your favorite sports memory? Can be professional sports can be in your coaching life, whatever. What's your favorite sports memory of all time? Favorite sports memory. I got,
1: Dustin, I actually got two if that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. I, uh, both of these still to this day, give me goosebumps. Number one, and this is no specific order, but number one is back in 2015 when the Royals won the world series, they had, you know, how everyone ever, whoever wins the world series, they had the victory parade. Yeah. But, uh, during the Royals victory parade, Johnny Gomes gave a speech. Oh yeah. I don't know if you remember that speech, Oh yeah. but that, Still to this day that speech gives me goosebumps. It was just you can find it on YouTube, Johnny Gomes victory speech or whatever it's called. But it's that was a good one. And the second one is from a team I coached. Um shoot, I don't remember the year. 2017 or 2017 or 2018, uh, I coached a team by the name of Red Rage. Um, they had a phenomenal season. They won the they won the state tournament, hands down, run ruled every team they played in the state tournament. You know, they won. It was uh, it was double A state, so it wasn't the big dogs, but it was. You know, they won their division at state. So we decided we we're going to take them to. Uh, to a World Series tournament in I always pronounce this town wrong, in Andalusia, Illinois,
0: something like that.
1: It's over by the Quad Cities, and so we took them down there, and it was a it's a five day tournament, and there's twelve teams in it, and it's a, they call it a World Series tournament. It's I mean it is, but it isn't. But anyway, there's teams from there was teams from South Dakota, Indiana, Illinois iowa all around there and we we went into the first day of pool play and just got our rear ends handed to us you know went into the second day of pool play same thing same thing i'm thinking did we waste our time to come down here you know and so that night we had a, <clears throat> we all stayed at the same hotel we and we i had a player meeting me and, uh, we had, uh, three other coaches and we had a player meeting and we just, we just laid it out there. You know, this is your last tournament you guys can ever play with this team together because they aged out and, and, you know, then they'd go on to their Legion, their own own Legion teams and, uh, just, just laid it out for them. And th- these, these group of kids, like I said, they they're a good, good baseball team together. They all played good together from different towns. It was phenomenal how they bonded. But so we get to day three, and it's the start of the tur- of bracket play, of tournament play. And we were naturally, you know, bottom seed because we didn't win anything. And it's a double elimination tournament. We go into first game, we get beat. We get dropped to the loser's bracket right off the bat. And I just I still I mean I, I know I know these kids but I still thought hey, we're done, you know. <laughs> they haven't won yet and we're playing some pretty good teams. But you know what? They come back and they win the next game and then they won the next game and they won the next game. They worked their way all the way up the losers bracket to the championship game and they had to they had to beat that team twice they beat them the first time they played them in the championship game and then the second game you could tell i mean these guys played 12 games in four days wow okay and you could tell at the end and and that's because they were in the losers bracket they had to they had to play everybody they played absolute they beat everybody in that division after getting beat uh They ended up getting run-ruled in the second game. But come to find out, my center fielder was playing with a hernia and didn't want to say nothing because he wanted to keep playing. And at the end of the game, when it was over, those boys gained so (laughs) much respect from the team that they played against that they took team pictures together. Everything they did at the end with the the handing out of trophies, of everything, they did as – all one team, not two different teams, all as one team. And that was awesome.
0: That is awesome. I love that. And I think it it means a lot as a coach, you know, looking back on things, but to have a player who literally has is playing with a hernia. um, I I know when you're in the moment and and us as coaches, you want your player to tell you, you know, if something's going on or something isn't feeling right. Um, But to look back, and just know that he was playing with a hernia and still wanting to be in there and be with his teammates and his brothers and, and battle it out because they worked so hard. I think it means a lot as a coach um, when you're coaching kids who just care that much about the game. Oh, exactly. And it makes it easy to coach right? when you got kids
1: like that. I mean, and that, that same kid, you know, he, he's one that can throw the ball from center field fence into home on one, on a one bounce on the money. He couldn't get it to the infield that day or that second game, uh, you know, it was, <laughs> you could tell something was wrong, but he
0: wasn't coming out.
1: He wasn't coming out.
0: Yeah. I, and you can, you can tell the difference and I, I think you and I can both agree with teams that we've coached together. You can tell the difference between a team who wants to be there and a team who does not want to be there because Absolutely. we've co- we've coached teams who have all the talent in the world that don't want to be there. And we've also coached some teams that, you know, maybe they don't have as much talent, but they certainly want to be out there on the field and in battling every day. And Absolutely. Uh, it's so much, so much easier, and it brings you much more enjoyment to coach a team that wants to be there day in and day out and and get better regardless of the the outcome of the game. Um, my favorite sports memory of all time—I'm going to stick with baseball. Mine would be the 2011 World Series in Game Six when David Freeze hit the game winning home run well he hit the game tying triple and then he hit the game winning home run in game six to force a game seven and then st louis beat the rangers in game seven um so that would be my favorite memory i go back and watch that home run probably once a month and i i still get the goosebumps every single time i watch it Uh, but my favorite memory as a player would probably be my last year in legion ball so that would have been 2017 because i was young enough to come back uh after my first year in college and we lot we we had a good team but we were just we could not close games out to save our lives for some reason and there was so much so much talent on that team and for some reason we'd get to the sixth inning and or, or seventh inning and we would just fall apart and we tried figuring it out all year long and um we get into our first game of districts and I remember we were playing Geneva and that's a team that we'd beat earlier in the year pretty easily. And we lose that game. We lose the first game of Geneva. And it's just when you lose that first game of districts, it just takes the wind out of your sails. And man, we were, we were demoralized uh, upset because we knew we were a good team and, and just to lose to somebody who you had, handled pretty easily earlier in the year. It just it it left a sour taste in your mouth. And we come out the next day, we beat Madison like 18 to 1 because they were horrible. And then we had to play Davenport BDS. And we were trailing all game long. We ended up being we were down like three nothing or something like that or one nothing. I don't remember exactly the score, but I was up to bat with bases loaded. Bases loaded in the bottom of the sixth inning and um this is this is to go to the losers bracket finals and i took a fastball to the to the helmet with bases loaded and it hit me in the helmet in just the right place to where like my ear started ringing my left ear and i lost complete hearing in it and i just dropped to the ground And I remember, like, rolling around in front of home plate because the ringing just wouldn't stop, and it was so loud in my ear. And uh, I don't know. I don't know if you were there, but Jerome was there. Jerome and Chad were there. And I I wasn't coaching at that time. Jerome thought I had a seizure. (laughs) (laughs) And they were like, lay down, lay down. So um, I ended up getting up. I walked to first base, and then they obviously pulled me out of the game. Um, uh, but, Ch- uh, the next day Chad comes up to me and he goes, are you okay? Can you play? Like, do you have a concussion or something? And I'm like, no, I can play. And he goes, good. Because if you had one, you were playing anyway. <laughs> and I was like, okay. But we ended up, we ended up beating, uh, no, that was to go to district finals because we had beat battle Creek the night before one to nothing. We weren't supposed to win that game. We did. And then we beat BDS because of me getting hit in the head because it ended up scoring a run. And we won the game. And then we got run ruled in uh, in the championship game against David City. But that was always – that's like my number one moment of all time. Uh, the, walk off ear-ringer. the walk-off ear The walk-off ear ringer. That was my <laughs> only walk-off of my career, Short stack <laughs> <laughs> Other than throwing that kid out at third base from center field in Pony League. Yeah. That was quite a play, too, from my knees. Um, let's get into our favorite U.S. city now. You've traveled the country, Holland. In the truck. Uh, I want to know what your favorite U.S. city is.
1: My favorite U.S. city is the city of churches. You know what city that is?
0: I actually don't. What is city it? City
1: of churches, Jonesboro, Arkansas.
0: Okay. I would have never guessed.
1: They got, I mean, that town, it's, you know, it's just a town, it's just a city. But I've been there a few times, and the people there, every time I've been there, the people are friendly. Um, they got, the best in my opinion the best mexican food around
0: okay. i can't
1: even i can't even think of what the the restaurant's called otherwise i'd give them a shout out but it was pretty good um yeah jonesboro and jonesboro arkansas that's that's my city
0: i love it i love it mine is going to be fort worth I love the stockyards. Been to the stockyards once now. Um, Absolutely loved it. The bars down there, the nightlife is awesome. Uh, They have like these different country bars and and stuff like that. And then you also have Arlington there, so you can go catch a Rangers game or or you know do whatever you want. And the Cowboys Mm -hmm. are there. Not a big Cowboys fan, but you have a little bit of everything in that Fort Worth, Dallas, Arlington area. And uh, so I'm I'm gonna say Fort Worth, Texas would be my you've always had. You've always kind of had
1: a little cowboy in you, though. A little cowboy in me. Just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> just at night, though.
0: Right, right. Just just depends. <laughs> depends on the night where I'm at. Might might bring the cowboy hat out. All then, right. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No. <laughs> no, say it. You got something on your mind. <laughs>
1: Dustin's always got some cowboy in him. <laughs> Oh, that was wrong. I'm sorry. Okay.
0: <laughs> All right. Next, short stack. What's your favorite summer activity? My favorite summer
1: activity. This might come to a surprise to you, Dustin, but it's Legion baseball. Okay. American Legion baseball. That's my favorite summertime activity.
0: There's number not one there really reason. Is
1: nothing better. Number one reason is it's baseball. It's
0: baseball. I love it. Um, I was gonna say that, but I'll just I'll I'll change it up a little bit. I love the uh, summer nights, beer in my hand, bonfire, got the got boys around, got some friends around, and uh, grilling out, having some beers. There's nothing better than that in the summertime, uh, other than Legion baseball, of course. No,
1: but I, I agree with you that hanging out around a bonfire and having a Bud Light seltzer or two with your Homies, you know, shotgunning with your date, shotgunning seltzers with your date. It doesn't get any better than that.
0: That's the that's Nebraska nightlife for you. It in is. A sentences, for real. And oh, mm. Orwin Shortstack, when I used to live in town, and you'd drive around town randomly and <laughs> in your van. <laughs> <laughs> Those were always good. I hey, remember.
1: I had a I had a memory pop up. Remember that time you stole my Royals flag off my house and held it hostage?
0: Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I remember that.
1: Yeah, I had a picture pop up on
0: Facebook. I had that. I was. I don't remember what year that was in, but Dealing I was very old. You old Darren? Me and Darren. Not stealing I, flags. Love it. I'm a. I'm just a little thief. That's all <laughs> I am. All right, yeah, Short stealing, Stack. Stealing hearts. You're stealing hearts and stealing flags that's all i do. All right Shortstack, <laughs> i think that was a good first a good first episode. Uh, I, th- I think you're going to be back on Monday. I don't think you got fired yet. At least <laughs> I haven't been told you've been fired yet. Uh, Jackson so, hasn't heard it yet. <laughs> Jackson hasn't oh that's true Jackson hasn't heard it yet but uh Shortstack we appreciate you filling in. We'll see you back here on Monday and uh, that's going to wrap things up for episode 12. I would say to give me a call but Jackson's the one who deals with the uh with all the advertising and stuff. So make sure to give us a follow on Twitter at the outside scoop podcast. We're trying to uh, grow our Twitter following a little bit. So if you have Twitter, make sure to give us a follow over there. We'll be uh, keeping you up to date on some audio clips and whatever else we want to post. We've been posting some stupid stuff over there. So go, go give us a follow and uh, we'll see you next time for episode 13 right here on the outside scoop podcast.